0: back to we are watching one piece we are recording on a very important day it is end racism day according to (laughs) time.is
1: i already closed time.is and now i'm like oh hold on i gotta pull this shit back up i'm like hold on where where is it i don't see it i have i i go to well i guess now it's time.is forward slash clock i used to do forward slash just and now Mm. it redirects you to clock i use the regular time.is it's also world poetry day Harmony Day, only in Australia. No other part of the world (laughs) recognizes Harmony Day. Everywhere else is just chaos. Especially on Whole Cake
0: today. (laughs) Oda ended racism with
1: Fishman Island. That's true. And I mean, yeah, now we Jinbei's back also. Yeah. So this is a good chunk. It's really nice to rewatch Whole Cake in part because I watched it so slowly. Like, I'm sure Uh, I'll feel the same thing when we eventually get to like these bigger chunks of wano that are nicely segmented off where i'm like oh this really goes like smoothly down when you're just watching like eight episodes in in a cut off in a nice way I wonder if this is what's it's like reading a volume of manga that I just never do. <laughs> I never do it. <laughs> I don't even know how many chapters are, are in those at a time, but. Usually uh, like 12, 13 chapters per volume, I think. That's probably similar to, uh, it's probably, maybe it's a little less than eight or so episodes, nine or episodes. But regardless, you know, I watch this very slowly and then you know, got into Wano, and then we rewatched Dressrosa, which was a fucking slog. But then, like, watching this trunk, I'm just like, yeah, no, a ton of stuff happens. Like, this never really stalls out in a way that I'm... Oh, nothing happened this episode, or even the episode where I'm like, oh, okay, well, this put, like, a last few pieces on the board in a way that I I think is worth it or whatever, which one of these episodes... Kind of is that where it's like okay, it's just the rest, it's just an hour passes, I guess.
0: I, I was fully expecting the the like wedding itself with everything to be
1: dragged out a lot. And
0: no, they're just like, they're here, fucking One married. episode. Oh, shit.
1: There's, <laughs> yeah. the, the wedding starts and ends in one episode. It's it's, <laughs> it's a lot like if you ever go to a wedding, oh man, we're going to go through like 20 speeches and then it's like 15 minutes. They're just like, and uh, you you're married now? Cool. All right, get out of here. Go fucking get drunk <laughs> or whatever. Like that's what all weddings should be. And I think that's a, what One Piece gets right. Is that it's just like, hey, you guys want to be married? Yeah. All right, kiss each other, and then she pulls out a gun, and that's what—that's what, what wedding—that's what straight people do at their wedding. <laughs> That'd be an awesome wedding. Yeah, that's what—that's what shotgun wedding means, right? Is when you pull out a gun and shoot the guy. Yeah, that's what I figured. I just—I'm I, not gonna look it up. We're getting a little ahead of ourselves. We're talking about 8:28 through 8:37 this time. It is. It does include the wedding. It, it it finishes the planning with Gang Bege. He teams up with Luffy. Spoiler for this first episode where we don't know that yet. But uh, then we go through the whole plan basically. And some of it works. Some of it doesn't. We end with flashback that you might not have expected yet, Jory. Or, or maybe you did. And maybe, I don't know. I'm, I'm very curious to talk about it. But <laughs> for now, we, we, we pick up where we left off. Where the straw hats that are here in Whole Cake are meeting with Gang Bege. I don't believe they're inside of his body yet. I think they're actually still in the castle, but the lines are blurred as uh, we, we cut around and jump around in this episode. <laughs> Most important thing, we start with Luffy and Chopper just eating all the snacks. And Nami's um, like, what are you doing? And he's like, they're here for us to eat. What are you? <laughs> Gang Bege talks, uh, is like, I should just kill them all now. I don't know if it's <laughs> worth it. And yeah. Sanji's like, well, if you kill me, there's no wedding. So you have, you and I won't let you just kill them. So that's not an option. <laughs> and Jinba is like, this, this isn't going well. Can you just Luffy? Do you trust this guy or not? And Luffy's like, Hmm, first things first, That Caesar clown, right? <laughs> <laughs> No,
0: Luffy's fucking stupid. It's Gastino. It's
1: Gastino, our new favorite character, the gangster <laughs> Gastino. <laughs> Do
0: you think Gastino's friends with Soga King? I think they'd get along pretty well.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, no, I'm sure Gastino would make some really cool weapons for Soga King too. Ooh, I think they should both join the Straw Hats. <laughs>
0: What if a war criminal made a, made a superhero, uh, well, that's just the Avengers, never mind.
1: Yeah, that's literally, yeah. It is, EMCU's whole thing is, what if war criminals were, uh, good? <laughs> and what, what if it was fine when we do it, is kind of what <laughs> yeah. that shit, uh, largely boils down to. Especially in the past. I don't know, six or so years of it. Always been there, but it's getting less subtle. But anyways, we sort of get a flashback to Caesar getting busted in on by Bege, and he's like, I asked to be in charge of your security, and now I'm gonna take advantage of your powers and your abilities, and he has his heart, which ended up in Vito's hand a while ago, like at the beginning of the arc, Kassanji had it. Yeah. Now Then it went to Vito, now it went to Bege, but. It's also, you get to see Caesar hang out for a little bit, being like, I guess I'll just hang out and chill here because I can't do what I was told to do. guess I'll just wait. <laughs> yeah.
0: it, it's just kind of like, well, I can't do what Big Mom wants me to do, and uh, I also am fine if she dies because I'm <laughs> a weirdo who just wants to murder, so <laughs> I get to make even crazier weapons now.
1: Yeah, so it, he's he's got a good outlet now, but he... <laughs> He hears that Bege is gonna meet up with Straw Hat, so he's like, "Fuck, I gotta disguise myself so I don't have to deal with Straw Hat." So he becomes Gangster Gastino, and he's like, "No, that's that's my name. I'm not. I don't know Caesar Clown." And Luffy's like, "Oh, okay. You just kind of look like him," and then sits back down. We move on from that pretty quickly. Luffy's like all right, regardless, I got to punch this guy first for Peckham's. And Jinbei tries to stop him. M- multiple people try to stop him, but Bej is like, nah, let him do it. And then just uses Caesar's heart to block all the punches.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's really funny.
1: Yeah, this goes on for a little bit and Jinbei calms everyone down again and says, basically, I guess just decides for them. that's like, we all have the same target right now. Let's just, yeah. Let's just go to an eye catch and come back and it's fine. So that's what they do. Do
0: um I have, I have a I have a question for you. Do you think if law found out that his
1: boyfriend's cheating on him, do you think he'd be upset? Uh I don't know. I feel like he'd understand <laughs> the circumstances. Drastic times call for drastic measures. I I I'd, I'd hope
0: so. That's what I was thinking the whole time. It's like, "Ah, oh, I hope I hope uh Oh, Blah's okay with this.
1: It's it's a pretty quick fling. Never going to look back after they leave. Whole cake. They, <laughs> they make sure to mention when they team up. But, you know, in- enemy of my enemy is my friend. Because it's very funny how much they lead up with, yeah, Beji kind of exclusively does bad things. <laughs> yeah. But he also is kind of a silly, goofy dad. Yeah. <laughs> kind of interesting, too, that he ends up grabbing and using... Caesar, who is like shitty and terrible, everyone hates him but also silly and goofy (laughs) so... What can you do? I, I love how much in this chunk that they're just like, God, fuck Caesar. I was like, God, you suck ass, dude. It's like, no, fuck that guy. He sucks ass. He sucks shit. And Caesar's like, I got to prove them wrong. I got to make them like me again. Caesar's trying to do the rehabilitation so he can become a straw hat. But like without getting rid of the war criminal stuff <laughs> yeah he's like i'll i'll get through to them somehow i know i will and he he's he doesn't it doesn't happen it never happens caesar should show up and fill more i think caesar should be, all should team up with fox <laughs> Now that we've watched all this Foxy stuff, <laughs> I'm thinking really about like good. who Foxy should team up with. That
0: that would that would be a good pairing because uh, Foxy's just a complete failure. No one likes Caesar, and if they team up, uh, Foxy's bad luck would rub off on Caesar. So like. All of Caesar's crazy inventions that would be made to like kill Luffy would just they would uh, just not work.
1: (laughs) And that's (laughs) the thing is all if if all of his things failed, he would be a fundamentally like easier to like character because he would not be murdering people at every (laughs) (laughs) juncture. But as we come back from the eye catch, we see some of the underworld people arrive. It's interesting that they're kind of grouped together by the underworld in this way because one of them's just the owner of. The newspaper But uh, (laughs) I guess that speaks (laughs) For itself In it's own way I don't remember What any of them do Because only Two of them I uh remember the name of but we can pull up a list <laughs> later if we want to yeah once they get like properly introduced because weren't they introduced like an
0: episode or two later
1: yeah they're introduced a little bit later i just even then i wrote down like two of them. Oh <laughs> yes <laughs> um one of their names is just drug which is funny <laughs> yeah <laughs> i know writers who use subtext and they're all cowards anyway sanji mentions that big mom is unkillable because they're like all right well <laughs> what is the plan here if you want to assassinate her that sort of implies that you do it In one swift motion And they're like Yeah no We'll do it in one swift motion I've been I had You know Gastino over here Make these super poison rocket launchers That can just Rip and tear through Cells At (laughs) an alarmingly fast rate Champions his Baby killer machine that he made There's three of them He's like One will be enough But I have three (laughs) Just in case I mean I guess it works out (laughs) Even that's not enough though Because we also need a window Where no one else can attack no one can stop them. And also where Big Mom is weaker than usual because, <laughs> you know, her skin is impenetrable in a in a normal setting, as we saw Brooke unable to, to land any hits. And they're like, Oh, so you just want that magic thing to happen when every single member of her crew is present. Yeah, no, it's going to be the the easiest possible way to pull that off, because... And before he can answer that, his kid cries, so he throws the rocket launcher across the room to soothe <laughs> yeah, his child.
0: It's really funny. Uh,
1: and then he keeps occasionally slipping into baby speak while giving the rest of... He, he calls Big Mom mumsy-wumsy for the rest of the... Is the exposition. <laughs> so here's a setup that will pay off at the end of this chunk. But he says, at all the tea parties, because he's worked security for them before, this is a long con. At every tea party, there is an empty seat left where a picture is put of someone named Mother Carmel. No one knows who it is or how she relates to Big Mom, but it's incredibly important to Big Mom. And he's like, once someone knocked it down and she cried out in pain and her hockey unleashed and e- knocked everybody out. And then when she fell down, she actually cut herself. Like she drew blood that one time. So guess we'll just do that again and use earplugs. Yeah. <laughs> Although he doesn't call them earplugs. He calls them like some complicated term that I didn't write down. I should have because it's funny.
0: Yeah, he, he has like a bit for it. And then they're like, just say earplugs, dude.
1: Yeah, <laughs> just say earplugs and luffy says okay well this is also going to be the pivotal time to save sanji's family and that's not beget problem he doesn't really care uh he also tells luffy that he should be the bait he's like you have to go <laughs> and to get that picture and break it in front of big mom and luffy's like oh okay cool that sounds great <laughs> yeah. i'm happy to so the plans continue into this next episode 829 sanji's like supposed to be that pudding shooting him will be the trigger to everyone else attacking the Vince Mokes and doing the rest of the thing. But like, I'll just dodge it. And then that gunshot (laughs) will be Luffy's signal to go and break the picture. They shouldn't put time on this ever. It doesn't really matter in this case, but they're like, we have about 10 seconds to do everything (laughs) we want to do.
0: I think there's a bit there's enough of a distraction with what actually happens that I'm fine with them like saying that because so much shit they <laughs> they did not account for happened.
1: Yeah, it doesn't end up mattering. So <laughs> it's fine. Their plan to escape is also taking advantage of Gastino's powers here because he can fly. So he's going to fly through with a big mirror and scoop everybody up because they also still have Brulee tied up. <laughs> yeah. Very convenient to just Invent this power, and then also, it's funny that you have to have this woman tied up in a bag with you for the whole yeah. arc. <laughs> She's a Kazooie. She is a Kazooie. She's a Brulee. <laughs> Whose who's name sounds... Does anyone's name sound like Banjo? Does any name end with Banjo in this? I
0: think Gastino is the closest we get because of the O. Gastino really Brulee. I mean, that's
1: literally the two of them flying around. Yeah i'd play that video game i would too (laughs) yeah there's no i'm trying to think i don't i can't think of any bird that could hang out with with chopper (laughs) if you were to make a one-piece banjo kazooie (laughs) oh that'd be good they think of a mirror that's on the sunny that they can escape through there is a big one on a dresser it's i don't know if it's nami's or somebody's but she's the one who mentions it beje says that their alliance will end as soon as they escape and Luffy's like trying to think of a funny way to show up. Like, that's what's important to him.
0: Yeah, Luffy's like, oh, I got a bit. I got a good bit. Just give me time to to do the bit. I need to, and, I need some prep for my bit. And look, I, I get it, Luffy. It was the most I've ever related to Luffy. Mm-hmm. He's got a
1: bit prepared. <laughs> he just has time to prepare his bit before the big event. He has to prepare his bit and then take a nap. And then he's like running late. That's Luffy's through line in this. Yeah. Outside of the planning, there's some other time passing. Mont Dore, the book man who's a scarecrow. He finds Bobbin dead. If you remember last time Vito killed Bobbin. Yeah. Just to save Sanji. It makes a little bit more sense when it comes up now. But Sanji's rushing home because he you know he has to not be in trouble for yeah. sneaking out of his room and continue to play along with the wedding. There's an extended sequence of the suspense of will he make it? And he doesn't. It's very funny. The threat of people in this arc just lying, not because they've been convinced to just to cover their own ass. Yeah. The opera does it and it creates this weird little space of time where they don't know where, if Luffy's here or not. And now the eggplant <laughs> man covers and says, "Yeah, Sanji's been here all night because he just slept in his fucking bed. Yeah. <laughs> and also he doesn't really ask too many questions. Cause he's like, where were you Sanji? And he's like, I told you I took food to pudding and you're not allowed to ask what happened after that because <laughs> not cool, bro uh, But we see then other people across the archipelago celebrate that it's wedding day The people of Cheese Island, the people of Nut Island <laughs> An island designed to kill me uh, The Smokes also prepare, they're like, where's Rage? Eh, I don't know, I guess she'll show up because <laughs> they're trying to keep her <laughs> separated for a little bit longer big mom cries because uh we we see her wake up now but and she's lost her skeleton action figure from last time but she's quickly soothed by uh the fact that a wedding cake is is coming and peckham's is being tied up as the sun and pirates prepare to leave their little spot we get a flashback to aladdin the i guess now leader of the sun pirates it's Hard to say when exactly that starts, but yeah, Jinbei is telling Aladdin that he's going to leave and it's a, it's, a, it's a flashback. I don't remember exactly when this happened, but Jinbei knows in this scene that they're planning on killing the Vinsmokes and all these other things. He's like, I think Luffy's going to have to team up with Bege, blah, blah, blah. He's also saying that like, hey, security's going to be lax everywhere else during the tea party and we're going to fuck up shit so it's going to get even worse at the tea party. So the Sun Pirates should be able to just escape and... Get out of here without a lot of trouble then uh, He also fills in the, a blank here If you wondered what happened with the roulette is He just took it back He just was like alright fine I won't leave So she doesn't spin the wheel and then <laughs> Is also still gonna leave He just doesn't yeah. have to face the consequences It was a fun cliffhanger that we don't have to deal with <laughs> And before this flashback ends Aladdin says that he'll make sure Fishman Island is safe after they leave Because that's a big reason Jinbei Has done a lot of the things he's done With Big Mom and he's very emotionally affected by this because Jinbei, of course, cares about Fishman Island quite a bit. Of course, once Luffy beats Big Mom's ass, it'll be his territory, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. That's one of those, uh, like, long list of things that will have to get checked off before the show's <laughs> over. Maybe territory won't matter by the time that, uh, you know, I don't know what the end game of One Piece really looks like. Maybe everything's chill. Luffy doesn't have to... <laughs> take ownership of an island to keep it protected from shitty people but he said he if, would if,
0: if someone was like <laughs> i i came from the future and in the ending of one piece there's something about finding the one piece that completely changes the landscape of the the grand line in the new world and the entire planet in one piece as all the characters know it i'm like yeah probably that makes sense yeah
1: <laughs> yeah why not yeah, I saw the ending of One Piece, and then I came back in time just to tell you about it.
0: <laughs> just give you vague hints.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, it's like uh, it's like tw- it's like Twin. Also, Peaks. watch
0: out for the ninetieth COVID variant. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, what else happens in this episode? Rizu joins her family. She doesn't say anything. Again, like she knows everything that's gonna happen, and she just doesn't tell anybody anything. She's surprised that Sanji's like, it's like, oh, he didn't run away. This is still happening, huh? We see Sanji getting prepared with pudding. Uh, well, not they're, they're not together yet. We see Sanji getting prepared, Pudding getting prepared Big Mom, Bege, and Luffy. Uh, the wedding's gonna start, not in the next episode, but pretty soon. And that starts 8.30, where Sanji thinks back to Pudding's plot, like he's sort of... We get flashbacks to her big exposition reveal as he's walking towards her room, and... He sees her in the wedding dress, and he's like, oh, no, she's cute. What am yeah. I going to do? <laughs> I, I I like this, that he
0: he can cover his tracks because uh he can't help himself. Like he can't yeah, control himself.
1: Later, when Beje sees him, he's like, damn, he's a good actor because he's just yeah. fucking nose bleeding all over the place. And every now and then, he'll be like, on the inside, he's like, but she is going to shoot me. And then we'll also yeah. see her on the inside. Like, I can't wait to shoot this guy. And that's <laughs> also, yeah, gross. That's just what straight couples are like. That's it's weird, but it's a great representation of it. I like the yeah Sanji's dumb little bits in this chunk. It's interesting too, because when he just shows up and they hang out together, I'm like, oh, is the don't see a woman in her wedding dress just a uniquely American thing? Or because that's a, I've I've heard that and seen that all over the place, but. Clearly doesn't exist uh, in the One Piece universe, if nothing else, because they're just hanging out.
0: Um, I, I did help uh, a friend do, like, video at a wedding, and they definitely did see each other beforehand, <laughs> like, to get pictures out of the way and stuff. I think That's it's true. Just, I guess like...
1: I've, I've, I've seen that too, but it's, I, I know that I... that <laughs> thing exists. Like, they make yeah. a big deal about the first reveal, and I know some people have been like, or maybe I've just seen it in a lot of, like, fiction Apparently bad luck to see it ahead of time, but I don't know.
0: I definitely think it's it's something that I I bet like very weirdo uh, uh traditional families will do, but everyone else yeah. is like,
1: eh, it's so much work, just fucking maybe it's do it. yeah, less like- and less, less and less important as uh different generations get getting married. Um, I also. I'd be curious to read about that.
0: Because uh, from when we did it, we, we did, like, video of his reaction to her. Because, like, mm-hmm. they went off so we could, like, for, like, a video package thing that they paid for with filming the wedding and everything. So, like, I think that's kind of what it was. is like you still wait until the day of and everything like that to see. Oh, yeah. Like, how they look completely. But it wasn't, like, wait till she's walking down the aisle to see. Because that's so much shit. <laughs> and weddings are sometimes part like part of the wedding isn't just for the couple, so they have to get shit that's for for just them too,
1: yeah, absolutely. I'm curious, like I wonder if it's a religious thing too. I'm just could be thinking about the the weddings I have been to that I've done different things. But anyways, why are we talking about weddings? It's almost like it's the wedding arc. Uh, (laughs) The Vinsmokes get to the venue. They have to turn in all their weapons and raid suits. Bege, of course, running security here, making them do that. There's a brief little scuffle scuffle before they decide to do it. I don't know. They're idiots that trust Big Mom. We sort of zoom inside Bege where the Straw Hats continue to do their plan. Luffy has like a bunch of rope and a net and he's like, I'm off to do my bit. And he leaves. <laughs> I'm curious if you guessed what his bit was before he did it.
0: As soon as he it like ha- he made his entrance, I was like, "Oh, okay, I see what he was doing." But when he's yeah, like, "I'm going yeah. to the forest," I was like, "What the? Okay, Luffy, whatever you're doing there, I'm sure it's worth it." And you know what? Yeah, we am glad. We do see him in the, the seducing
1: bit. woods, and like, it's kind. I guess it's not an, incredibly clear that he's after the monkeys. Rewatching it, of course, I could tell that's what they were doing, but I didn't really. <laughs> Guess it right away Although I do remember When this was coming out In the manga And like A lot of the same way That I'll peek into Spoilers and Theory crafting Between chapters now I did see a lot of like Is Luffy gonna Jump out the cake? Because that's just A really funny thing For him to do Yeah In general Spoilers, that's what he does in this chunk of episodes. Uh, I just, it's funny that that's of all the things I remember of hearing about people (laughs) talk about manga theories when when this was coming out weekly was Luffy jumping out the cake. Uh, It was very fun. I was watching Inus Lobby when I was hearing about Sanji having a family. (laughs) For the first time, and now I still compare those arcs for different these arcs for different reasons. Uh so there's another big musical number which introduces all of the underworld guests. I only wrote down two of their names. One of them is Stussy. <laughs> How do you? F- I don't even remember what she does. What is her? What? I don't want to Google it. Stussy, she, she, but I am.
0: She, she was the uh, queen of the pleasure district, which um, having Not played figure. Yuck... Why did it auto-fill figure? Uh, I don't need to own a figure of Stussy. I think I... Maybe it's like it knows that I looked it up as soon as I saw her. Because, like, they
1: probably do. Like, yeah, they do. <laughs> Just because she's oh, but woman? She doesn't even have a big role in any way, at least not yet. Yeah. She's called the Queen of the Pleasure District in this chunk.
0: Yeah. Having played Yakuza games, I know what that means. That means she runs, like, brothels and shit.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm, that's that's what I would assume as well. Probably, like, Soap Land,
0: The way they... In like yeah, because the the like pleasure district, they, there's like soaplands, which are uh brothels with extra steps, just like host clubs and just like general sex work places, massage parlors and things. I which, do you think Oda knows
1: what he did by naming her that? Uh, the trivia says no. it's probably a reference to the type of hat she's wearing, but
0: I, I was gonna. Well, I wanna. Apparently, there's this,
1: a stussy hat. When was this gonna? When is the manga of this coming out? Great question.
0: Uh, uh, 2017, so that was post me finding out about people using Usie for things. Yeah. I think I first learned of people doing that in, like, 2015?
1: Yeah, the, her her chapter, uh, her reveal in the manga came out March 27th, just almost exactly to the couple, like, what is that, five years ago to the, to the yeah. minute? The cover art is a uh, crocodile holding an umbrella for a sad dog. <laughs> in the rain <laughs> cool uh it's a it's a cover page request it's not like a a story thing Cro-t- crocodile holding out an umbrella for a puppy shivering in the rain i'm sure it's canon but my favorite besides
0: this is big news morgan's so and he's just a. that's bird. the other one yeah <laughs> It's he funny that we've circled around
1: that we now have another important character named Morgan, even though that's the first bad guy's name. Yeah. Because uh, what is it? Just Big Axe Morgan? Axe Hand. Axe Hand Morgan. Technically, captain this guy's Axe-hand name is Morgan. He was a captain. Technically, the bird's name is Morgan's plural. Like people up here in the north who call stores like Targets, Myers, Walmart's instead of uh just the <laughs> name that they actually have. Do you think he's into ska? He's wearing, like, checkered pattern pants. Probably. So he owns the World Economic Newspaper. So I guess it's called Big News. Big News Morgans. It's, it apparently has a devil fruit model. I don't know when they reveal that he's not uh, just a bird guy. He's not a mink. He has a fruit. I don't know when that's confirmed. You, you
0: know, if I would have... I would someone would've just been like, yeah, probably.
1: <laughs> apparently it's in, like, uh, some side stuff like uh it says here the visual dictionary reveals some of that stuff it didn't hit me until way later but like oh yeah the news is always delivered by birds so it is funny that the guy who owns it also (laughs) is a bird man but yeah big big news morgans he owns the (laughs) the main economic journal that also prints a comic book about the vince smokes and there's a handful of other dudes here that i i mean one of them is his name's drug i'd have to probably pull up just the the wiki page for this episode to get a a genuine list of them all because
0: drug kind of looks like he'd be related to killer. I'm saying that because he got a mask and he got like a. Beard oh yeah, well killer. yeah,
1: masks are genetic, so they are. Yeah, I
0: look. If you watch wrestling, you know that luchadors.
1: Okay, Dufeld is the first one. What does he do? It's just called God of Fortune. Like maybe he's a oh Lone Shark King is what they call him. Okay. And then Stussy, we talked about Drug Peklo. You also mentioned, yes, he has the big mask, it's a scythe. He's called Undertaker. I don't know what he do. What did, what does what does he do? The the only
0: thing I can think of is he helps bad guys dispose of bodies? Yeah, That'd be my guess if I if I had to attribute
1: to this character that they give us no information on. Killers should start using scythes. That'd be pretty sick. Yeah. Uh, we need more scythes in, in One Piece in general. They're just good weapons. Yeah, I haven't used any in Elden Ring, but I've heard they're good. Gibberson, <laughs> known as the Concealer, I guess he's just like, is, they That's call a him a warehouse thing. man. Oh, this is a guy who is like seemingly drunk already. Yeah, he's constantly drinking when he's on screen. And then I guess a nice pairing with him Umit, who's like a shipping guy. He's like, he only cares about things being delivered. (laughs) The deep ocean current shipping magnate. Shipping king. Which is very funny when shipping king shows up and you're like, oh god. We have to talk about OTPs now. (laughs) I don't know. Some of them are important. And they are kind of annoying here, but they're here and they're all kind of important in the, uh, the underworld. They, they all get to sing a little bit in this. I've, it's already been so long talking about these assholes that I forgot it's a musical number, but they sing as they're coming over. Parasparrow shows up, uh, welcomes them, also sings and then gives them a candy escalator straight to the top of the <laughs> castle where the tea party is being held. And that's yeah, a nice little, Little sequence there.
0: Remember when Luffy uh beat a guy in a movie whose power was candy? Anyway,
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess this is different. <laughs> it, I think it is. He certainly uses it differently.
0: The, that guy's was like a Logia candy. This guy's like mm. a
1: different kind of candy. <laughs> I'm sure they're technically like. I'm sure they have different names and slightly different definitions. Yeah, even if that they're both too. Just fucking candy. Before we go to the eye catch, we do see Katakuri sort of heading that way towards the venue as well uh after the eye catch we see we finally see inside the function the venue as the aforementioned underworld people arrive they are greeted by smoothie who's like welcome what would you like me to juice for your drink we have volcanic lava rock a beautiful woman who has stabbed a thousand men and a giraffe that makes funny noises
0: yeah, That's really good
1: one of the, f- like, I, I've i completely forgotten about it, so there's that. But, like, I don't know the last time I laughed at One Piece this hard. <laughs> it's a really good fit. And they all pick the giraffe, and she has to wring out the giraffe's neck, and it does make a funny noise. Everyone laughs at it. And apparently it tastes good.
0: <laughs> I would hope that the
1: juice she makes tastes good. That would suck
0: if she got, like, this juicing power and everything just
1: tasted awful. You'd imagine most things would taste awful. But I guess she is like narrowed it down to like, oh, these three. These are the three best flavors I have. Lava Rock, Woman Who Stabs, and Giraffe. (laughs) Next big sequence in this episode is introducing us to the powers of some of the stronger Big Mom Pirates. Done so with a guy who's an organ dealer trying to get into the wedding. He's not allowed. I don't know. I don't know if he doesn't have a, he won't give up his guns or what. But he then starts to talk about how the last tea party he couldn't make it because his mom was sick. His punishment for not being able to go was his dad's uh, head in a box being mailed to him by Big Mom. <laughs> but before he can finish saying that, he gets a jelly bean launched through his skull by, we pan up, Katakuri sitting up on the top of the wall. And Beji's like, why'd you do that? And is like, don't worry, I'll take responsibility. Katakuri's got a big scarf, you never see his mouth. Uh, he's also wicked fucking tall. It eventually becomes clear if it's not already. He's goth. Not surprising that I love him and his design a lot, I'm sure. He explains that the guy what the guy was going to say and do next and it involved shooting some people. And Beje explains away in case you had any questions about how he knows what was going to happen. Bege's like, oh yeah, his hockey's his hockey of observation is so good he can fully perceive events before they happen. It's he just kinda can see the future a little bit. And it often in- involves him doing the Joseph Joestar bit where he's like, next you're going to say this and this, which is very funny.
0: You, you think, um, gang would have, uh, said Mentioned something.
1: this. Yeah. Mentioned that there's a guy who can kind of see the future when they're trying to pull this shit. No, no warning. Comes up now. It seems like it'd be like an important one. Yeah. That's the, that's the thing. It's not even a devil fruit. It's not even like a future site devil fruit. It's just hockey so good can, like, every now and then we'll get a warning that something, the sense that of what's about to happen before it happens. He gets a sense of this right now because a bunch of uh, people that worked for the organ dealer are going to come and fight them. We see his vision of it. We see it actually happen for real. Oven and Daifuku, two other strong ministers, come in and fight them. So we get to see Oven, his melt power, (laughs) fucks up some guys, and Daifuku, the, the luxured of One Piece, he rubs his tummy and a genie come out. How do you feel about genie man? Um, I would say objectively, one of the dumber devil fruit powers. Yeah, he just gives him a stand. Yeah, but I've never, I, I mean, I think, I'm sure we do see him do fight while also the genie do fight and like use it <laughs> like a, a, a combo, but really we just see him fly around as a genie. <laughs> it's very silly. Between having a stand and a guy who can see the future and, and say, this is what happens next and all this other stuff. It, is, it continues to be the most JoJo arc. I would say I probably like it more than a lot of JoJo still, just because I like One Piece more. <laughs> Genie's stand dumb, though. The episode ends with Luffy hunting animals in the woods and Big Mom getting at the party, though. Uh, 831 starts with Sanji and Pudding rehearsing their part of the ceremony. We see that uh, we go out to Beje, who is just kind of, you know, continuing doing his job. But Luffy, like, pokes his head out of Beje and <laughs> admires the venue. He's very excited about it. He does, like, fucking Looney Tunes bits on Beje's fucked up weirdo body where he, like, jumps out of his eye and down to his stomach and, like, loops around. It's very fucking silly. But of course, Luffy would do this. Nami eventually drags him back inside and we see Vito admire all the strong fucked up people who are here. He misspeaks a little bit. He mentions that they're about to make enemies of them. And the door that is alive is like, oh, (laughs) and eventually the the door picks up on too many things and gets fucking murdered. No one notices that the door gets murdered, but oh well. Uh, We see the portrait of Mother Carmel get brought over to Big Mom's table. I think this might be the first time you actually sort of see her face on it. Just an older woman with a cigarette. Uh, One of the pirates who brings it says, Hey, uh, I'm new here. Who the fuck is this person? And someone's like, and, and, and Big Mom sort of yells like, Don't dig into my memories so loud that he just falls unconscious. Yeah, yeah, she... So that's probably a good sign of what's to come.
0: I just, I like this because she's like, hey, you want to like tell us about that? She's like, it's not time for exposition. No. Get it later. (laughs) Get exposition later.
1: This is what happens every time someone asks what Zoro's deal is. (laughs) It's like, not right now. And then they fall asleep. (laughs) Bege gets some more updates. There's something else happening in the castle that I don't, remember what's being built up for, but some people disguised as chefs are setting up transponder snails and doing something. Don't remember what it's setting up, but, you know, I'm sure it's something. Speaking of things that are being set up, Big Mom gets a bunch of presents and shows off her tomate box among the stack of presents. Yet again, we know there's a bomb in there. (laughs) No one else does!
0: (laughs) What is it? Uh... (laughs) <laughs> the fucking Hitchcock thing, tension. I think I might have said this.
1: We might have. We've, said this on, we, a, on a I previous think one, one of the longest running threads on this podcast is Hitchcock would love One Piece.
0: <laughs> but the, the specific thing where Hitchcock says tension is, it's like when two when characters, the audience a knows something the and the no characters, yeah.
1: <laughs> Which that's exactly what this is a great example of. Too. I don't even think like Jinbei doesn't even know. I'm trying to like. I'm trying to think of any. It's just like a few people in the royalty of face main island they told those straw hats no one knows this is a thing that's a problem but <laughs> it's very funny caesar clown is doing his prep i mean gastino is doing his prep he comes out and is like doing his bit setting up the mirror or whatever and this is when the door continues to be like oh, something's happening and i don't know someone just cuts the door's face in half and it's gone no problems i don't think they have a hive mind beje checks in on the straw hats because Gastino's says to, and they're all just sleeping. They're all taking naps, and Jinbei's like, yeah, don't worry about it. I'll wake him up ahead of time. They didn't sleep at all for, like, three days. Sanji's still trying to stay focused and not get won over by how cute Pudding is. He has to keep reminding himself that she is going to shoot him and kill him. Uh, He has a whole nosebleed routine, though, which only pisses her off. She doesn't show it, but, like... It's, it's just really funny at this point that, like, she's evil, he knows it, both of them are pretending to be into the wedding thing, only he doesn't have to pretend as much. <laughs> I'm surprised there isn't, like, a whole episode dedicated to him getting a new tuxedo or whatever. <laughs> yeah. It's weird when they, like, pace it so well. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's weird when that actually gets to just be a bit. And then you cut. The next time you cut, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I th- I think these episodes go by so quickly and smoothly. At least what I don't yeah. know. Watching them weekly, maybe it uh didn't didn't feel. Maybe it's a little different. But regardless, I think they're paced great. Bege is sort of surveilling who all is here, and we see that everyone is awake now. All the straw hats are awake except for Luffy, and it's about time to begin. There's a big, pretty light show above. The wedding as the it's time for the couple, the the bride and groom to descend from heaven on a cloud. I believe it's on Zeus. And it's so funny that there's like this big announcer who's like talking about like, Oh, it's the 33rd daughter of of the uh, Big Mom Pirates crew family and also the third son of evil Germa. (laughs) They just call them evil in the big announcer speech. But it's noon, all the, you know, it's time for all the things to start. Wouldn't you know it, it takes one episode for all the things to happen. It's That's not crazy. four. <laughs> In Rose it'd be like 8.32 is just waking up Luffy. <laughs> Instead of that being, like, a two-second joke.
0: After uh, seven minutes of us checking in with everyone first, even though they haven't done anything new.
1: Yeah, you have to see (laughs) what Sanji's thoughts are the same, Pudding's thoughts are the same, Bege's thoughts are the same, Big Mom's thoughts are the same, Jinbei's thoughts are the same. Actually, Jinbei's thoughts are, how do I wake up Luffy? (laughs) Yeah. He has to go to the kitchen, and then there's a character in the kitchen... I like I, I like Rosa, but it's so easy to be mean too. But it's, this episode starts with Jinbei beating the shit out of Luffy, trying to wake him up, and I I wrote in my notes, oh god, he has AirPods in. <laughs> but uh, he needs meat, is what he they end up doing is waking him up with meat. We see the crowd cheer for the bride and groom coming down. Uh, both Sanji and Pudding are internally preparing for what they are about to do, and the head chef starts to sing his song, and he creates the wedding cake. We don't really get. Reveal right away what exactly his power is or what it does But he stabs the ground and a big cake come out And the cake is also the altar I don't know if you knew that was going to happen But the cake is the, the altar The top of the cake is where Sanji and Puddin go They arrive, they get up there, they take their spots The priest is just there I, I don't know if he was also summoned by the chef But he's already there And uh, everyone takes their seats You know, it's wedding time No flash photography, everyone's phones are off Reiju notices that the seating arrangement is specifically made so that they're trapped in but uh, Around like a bunch of strong people Like she's, she's like well I guess I won't do anything about it though I'm just gonna sit here and die he, She wonders if Sanji has a plan up there because he hasn't run away She wanted him to run away Beje is prepared and in position Luffy wakes up and starts to eat some meat But Jinbei's like no we don't have time He just starts carrying him and Luffy's holding meat and trying to eat while he's being carried towards the goal. They uh they do end up using diesel again to get to the big mirror they use. As the wedding starts to continue, Katakuri does quit a get a quick vision of putting collapsed on her knees, but he doesn't understand it. It's not like Sanji attacked her, defended like he only sees her on her knees, so he's not sure what happens. Some people are worried that Katakuri saw something, but. She goes to do what she planned to do, which was reveal her third eye to Sanji. And the plan was, he'll be freaked out. And then you shoot him with a gun. (laughs) But Sanji just can't resist telling her how beautiful her eye is. And that is the last thing in the fucking known universe that she expected. And she just starts to genuinely cry because she has never been told that before. We get, not... Too many flashbacks, but a little bit of flashbacks to remind you just how mean her mom is about it. And all the times she was bullied as a kid. And how that quickly turned into her saying, I will kill everyone. (laughs) Just becoming worse. But those go by pretty quick. I think they're, when else would you get them? Other than when she's crying and thinking about how she's never been told her her third eye is, is beautiful before. Uh, luckily the priest has a backup gun. Yeah. (laughs) He goes to shoot a gun. Katakuri sees a vision of Sanji just dodging it. And I'm not really sure why his decision is to shoot a jelly bean and it kills the priest. Maybe he missed and meant to hit Sanji? Yeah,
0: he definitely meant to hit Sanji, but Sanji was able to dodge it.
1: Okay, so he kills the priest and that he shoots the gun off just falling backwards no one's really sure what's going on Because it's not a really You can't really see up there So the Vinsmokes are like What happened to Sanji? And Big Mom Page is like What happened to Pudding? Like she didn't do what she was supposed to do What matters is that a gunshot went off That's the cue for Luffy To, to do his really great bit Katakuri gets a vision of the bit But he, he's like I can't do anything to stop it <laughs> But something's gonna happen with the cake He's right About a hundred Luffies jump out of the cake It's really funny It is really funny that Luffy gathered up a bunch of monkeys and animals And had brutally make them look like Luffy Only because he thought it was funny (laughs) Very quickly we will see Bege think about how it's a great strategic plan That Luffy is so uninterested in utilizing He immediately reveals which one is him (laughs) It's really funny Very funny and also true to Luffy Yeah, (laughs) it's great I
0: I, I wonder because I do think that even if Sanji wasn't primed on this, like he would have had that reaction anyway, which is what I I like about this. Yeah. He would have had that reaction to her anyway. I feel like he probably would have caught on to the priest getting ready to shoot him too. So it's like, I wonder what's going to happen now.
1: Yeah, he has pretty good observation (laughs) hockey himself. He probably would have just dodged a bullet. But yeah, that's the. I mean, that's the end of the. I mean, a, a really, a great episode. You really get a little bit of everything in there. This is all very exciting. The next episode, 833, starts with a flashback to Luffy making his plan. I don't know how they got a mirror in the cake. <laughs> I don't know how anything happens with this cake, but doesn't matter. It worked.
0: <laughs> it's very fun.
1: The destruction of the cake pisses off Big Mom quite a bit. She kills a couple of random chefs that are nearby just to feel something, I guess. And some of the other straw hats now enter the field, uh, including Pedro Carrot, who are still tagging along. Honorary straw hats. And they're very excited to get away from uh, Gastino. Yeah, no. The, yeah, the, I think K-Kares, like should be bring him, and Chopper's like, no, fuck that guy. He stinks. He's stinky. <laughs> yeah. Stinky man. He is a gas man. He is a gas man. And he's, you know, heartbroken i can't believe bu- he's getting ratioed for being a war criminal he's like my feelings are hurt i'm being cyber bullied oh cyberbullying can't be real just close your eyes caesar um <laughs> big mom shouts she's very mad about this and she says where is the real straw hat show yourself and this is what i was just talking about where beja is like why did do- she doesn't really think he would just Ruin this strategic advantage he has And Luffy immediately does that Luffy's just like I'm right here fucker (laughs) He's like also eating cake While he does it
0: (laughs) Because he wanted a fun entrance that would also be very yummy.
1: I think the food might be the most important part. Yeah. Luffy runs at the picture. That's his goal, by the way, is to break that picture in case you forgot. He is immediately intercepted by Katakuri. Not really clear what Katakuri's power is yet, but he's like, Luffy is trapped in something that stretches out from Katakuri. Jinbei very quickly saves him. And explains that, uh, oh yeah, he has like mochi powers. Liquid helps, but just try not to get caught in it again. Don't see a lot of it in this chunk. Not really about fights in this chunk, but Katakuri is gonna get plenty of fighting in time. <laughs> the Vince Smokes are like, "What the fuck's happening? Should we do something?" And Paris Bear is like, "No, no, 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 just stay here, right here. You're in your seats. Don't move." And they're like, "Okay, <laughs> I guess I'll listen to you." Big Mom, now that she sees Jinbei, sort of confronts like, hey, I thought you were going to stay with me. And now you're doing this. You're helping Luffy. And he's like, yeah, well, that's because I'm a straw hat now, fucker. (laughs) She's like, oh, you're leaving my crew. That means I have to take your lifespan. He's like, "Okay, do it. I dare you. (laughs) But it doesn't work because he's not scared of her. He has no fear whatsoever. So she can't. No soul come out.
0: <laughs> and he he has the most chad response too.
1: Absolutely. He's so cool. Jinbei's so cool. <laughs> just, I'm gonna be with the guy's who are gonna be killing the pirates. I
0: can't be scared of things, so I'm not scared of you. And that's why would I, I, I be think, scared
1: of just another emperor?
0: Yeah, and I really like that they add that to that. Cause I, I didn't even consider that. I thought it was something she could just do, but it does make more sense. It's like uh uh, I don't know why I couldn't even know. It's like how Bo Hancock can't use her power unless people are horned up. Like, she can't yeah. use her power if they're scared of her. And I think it's also related to, like, a hockey thing because they, the con- the, they all have the Conqueror's hockey, so that's why, like, it can work.
1: Yeah, he's not knocked down or <laughs> pushed by that at all.
0: But uh, Yeah, it's it's neat that, like, that we don't... Because I was like, how the fuck do you, like, fight this? What if she just, like, grabs Luffy's soul and then he's done?
1: <laughs> yeah, I, that's the thing is, like, uh, she didn't try the power on Brooke. I don't think he would have been scared either, but... Yeah, this ends with Jinbei sort of giving a sake cup back. I don't... We I mean, don't see a lot of these, it, but a lot of crews will, t- you know, give these sake cups to demonstrate fealty or whatever. We saw it with the Straw Hat Fleet and... We've seen a lot with uh, Whitebeard, but...
0: Yeah, it's tradition that goes back to, like, samurai and stuff. Yeah. In Japan.
1: Yeah, so he returns that, she steps on it, <laughs> and attacks with her sun power. And while, you know, fires are spreading everywhere and all of these things are happening, we just see a very... A, a, clearly, Brooke, wearing a Luffy mask, just stroll in and break the picture, uh, his dang self. And he gives a little uh, yo-ho-ho as he does it. And that's where the episode ends. I like I like Brooke's little disguise. I honestly kind of forgot about it, and then like yeah. <laughs> you see this tall, skinny suit with a dumb little mask in the background of every like every other shot, and you're like, "Oh, I was like, oh yeah, yeah." I saw him move in a
0: shot, and I was like, "Oh, what's that? What's going on there?"
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I remembered it after I saw a couple. I was like, "Oh yeah, it does end up happening. It does end up being Brooke who sneaks around and do it." I don't remember if that was the plan to begin with, or like, if it was, Luffy didn't know. Which well, so is probably matter. for the best. <laughs> yeah, but he, I'm sure we knew that everyone knew that he would just go straight for Big Mom anyway, because that's yeah. how he is. The Jinbei stuff gets fit in there too, really well. Uh, Next episode, 834. Oh shit, it's called Mission Failed. I guess we gotta pack <laughs> it in, folks. Whole kick's over. Jinbei and Luffy are sort of dodging some fire. From the sun, we see Brooke break the picture again and peel his fucking face off. <laughs> she, she does not snap and shriek right away like they hope. It, it It's funny because Brooke figures it out and it takes a, like an episode or so for him to tell Luffy what happened. But she just sort of gets confused and stumbles around for a while. <laughs> and the Smokes are still being told not to move. It, it's it's kind of unclear how far this gets away from the main plaza where all the fighting is happening but Sanji is like running away trying to get pudding away because she was crying and he just got her away from the action as the big cake fell down that they were standing on and now she seems to come to a little bit and tries to shoot him and you know he can just dodge all of them she's she just seems to be a regular person (laughs) and he's the third strongest straw hat or whatever specifically good with the hockey that lets him dodge so she's not gonna land any hits on him and he tries to just talk to her about it. Like he's, you know, he can understand that there's nuance to this character and what her deal is, but she just says, No, if I don't kill you, I've, I've failed. I've messed up. So I got to finish what I started. <laughs> and Daifuku shows up. He summons his genie to fight Sanji and he, uh, Pudding also runs at him and is like, No, let me do this. This is supposed to be the thing that I was supposed to do. But Daifuku, brother of Pudding, just knocks her aside and is like, No, you've already failed. You're already useless to me because you failed the thing you're supposed to do. Which, ba- you know, he's up against Sanji, which is maybe not a great thing to do. Because that guy, he respects women.
0: Yeah, he's a noted women respecter. It's true. An ally, one might say.
1: Known male feminist, Sanji. <laughs> oh, yeah, the, the, the trading card game card. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever video game has trading cards in it, one of them is male feminist for Sanji. Gotta support us on Patreon for the deep cuts. (laughs) Elsewhere, Gastino is getting ready for his big moment. He's like, I'm going to make everybody like me. I'm going to make everybody like me with my big mirror move. And he gets there and he's like, why isn't she screaming? Nothing's happening the way it's supposed to. I'm on time. Why is everybody fucked up? (laughs) But we see Sanji do some fighting. Luffy and Jinbei are fighting off some random guys. They're kind of just waiting for Big Mom to to finish snapping. And uh, Bege, like... Pushes down Luffy and he's still, no one knows he has an alliance yet. So he's able to be like, Luffy, everyone thinks I'm here to finish you off. And he's like, we're not sure what's going on. Oven fights Pedro for a minute. We get a reminder that Pedro is like prepared to die or whatever. Because everyone's like, I remember you, you lost a ton of your life. Weird that you came back. (laughs) The Vinsmokes now get trapped and locked to their table because of uh, Paraspera's candy. and Judge starts to, like, cry. He's like, I, I did all this thing so I could uh, triumph over these things that held me back, and his sons can't even give a shit. Yeah. They're just like, <laughs> oh, I guess we're dead. <laughs> Lol. <laughs> this shit sucks. R- Rage is just like, that's what you get for... Like, they can't even be scared of their death. And not even in that cool way that Luffy like did. If we're blackpilling your sons. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Genetically blackpilled your kids. And there's a... I, I hope it gets brought up later because it, it feels more than just like Reiju's negative feelings about her family but like her just stuff saying that they're like their royalty is like non-existent like they're not really a nation anymore and things like that it's like
1: yeah he's trying to like because like get back to ruling north blue rather than having his weird mobile
0: yeah thing it's something that they could like completely not bring up but also i i would i would like to know like hey (laughs) this seems to be about more than just marrying off your kid for like some power negotiations like you yeah seems to be something bad that happened for you guys in north blue
1: yeah there's a decent amount of history of just like (laughs) He wanted to dictate more than he did, and he's... This is the thing that makes this man cry after all the shit we've seen. Yeah. And his sons just kind of laugh about it. Like, <laughs> it sucks. We're dead, dude.
0: No, Lol, no he's trying.
1: Brooke's head gets cut off, and it rolls over to Luffy, which is pretty funny. He explains, Big Mom can't pick what she's mad about. Too many things happened at once. She, she, she can't decide if she's mad about the cake or the portrait, so she's just confused. So they decide that they need to show her the portrait again, which they're going to do. Katakuri starts to roll over and uh, Bege is like, all right, well, I guess we're just going to keep everyone at bay so Luffy can show her the portrait again. (laughs) And Sanji's also trying to get back toward everybody. And he's dealing with a genie chasing him. 8.35. uh, Oh, I guess I got ahead of myself. This is where Gastino arrives and is like, why isn't she yelling? and Luffy's uh running towards her trying to make her yell. Bege unloads bullets. We see it to see a little bit more of Katakuri's Mochi power uh, right before we see Luffy also bounce back bullets. It's just uh it's very similar the Mochi power. Yeah. Uh but this is also where they realize that Bege is in on it and they are betraying the Big Mom Pirates. Uh, Luffy then gets actually stopped by Oven, but Brooke freezes him temporarily. He can't, you know, he's just a heat man, so it doesn't last very long, but Brooke stays to fight back. He says he's gonna melt his flesh off, and Brooke's like, oh good, you have a sense of humor. Because I have no flesh to melt. <laughs> we need to get another character saying Skull Joke at Brooke. <laughs> he needs to just have, like, a little minion. Like, yeah, so- a sans? someone should...
0: Yeah, basically. So what you just take, like, uh, Big Mom's power, like, force, like, when they defeat her, they're like, okay, Big Mom, we're not going to kill you. And then it's like, they have her at gunpoint, but you need to make a, a, a fun buddy for for Brooke to say Skull Joke whenever he makes a Skull Joke.
1: Yeah. Otherwise, we will kill you. Yeah, it's like the weird little foxy toy that he has in the movie, but it just says Skull Joke. <laughs> yeah! <laughs>
0: Oh, I would buy, I would love to buy like a, a Brooke plush that when
1: I squeeze it, it, goes skull joke. Absolutely. That should, that should be made right now. Or even like a dog toy. So like your dog is chewing on a bone and it says skull joke. Ah! <laughs> I wish Brooke was real so he could hang out with my dog. Oh, your dog would love Brooke as confirmed at Zoe. <laughs> Dogs love Brooke. <laughs> Uh, what else happens here? Parasparo is telling the Vinsmokes more about how they're dead, and Sanji rushes over to try and save them, but the genie stops him. Pedro and Jinbei and Bege are holding off Katakuri, sort of just trading blows and (laughs) keeping Luffy safe. But Luffy then does eventually get stopped by Katakuri holding him down. He has a vision, but he can't stop it, where Luffy stretches his arms out still to show Big Mom the portrait (laughs) Of Mother Caramel that's broken Everybody has their earplugs in And the shrieking starts She snaps and everybody is knocked out by it Or at least immobilized Like a lot of her strongest pirates aren't knocked out But they don't move, they're holding their ears So Sanji rushes in, frees his family from the candy Chopper carrot Nami sort of show up And give them earplugs and raid suits and all these things Vito and Gotti, if you remember the other guy's name is Gotti, he show, they show up with their rocket launchers. Yeah. They show up with their rocket launchers and get ready to shoot at Big Mom. But we have two more episodes to cover, and they do not take place with rocket launchers firing because we now delve deep into the mind of Big Mom as she asks, Where did you go, Mother Carmel? We're gonna get two episodes of flashback here.
0: When I when I saw uh M- Mother Carmel, when I saw like the close-up picture, I was like, oh, Big Mom was an orphan because this lady is very clearly a nun. Yeah, you were right. <laughs> and I I like you know Big Mom and Frankie need to like shake hands, be like, hey, we got abandoned by our parents. Mm-hmm. So I think uh Big Mom's parents uh although. Uh, it is still a uh, fucked up to ban your child. I think have a little bit more of a an understandable reason to get rid of their kid instead of just thinking they're annoying.
1: <laughs> yeah, f- I don't think any. I don't. I don't know. If Frankie did anything uh, or had any complications the same way that uh Big Mom clearly did when when she was yeah. Big Baby. She used to just be Big Baby. So let's find out where Mother Caramel went. Eight thirty six. We go back in time. Can I go back? In time, 63 years And guess what? We finally get to see Elbaf <laughs> Yeah, of all Of all
0: the ways to visit Elbaf It's in a flashback
1: <laughs> Yep, and a flashback For Big Mom Back when she was big baby Her parents brought her here to Elbaf And abandoned her and says eh, uh, Maybe the Holy Mother will help her Which, yeah, the, the, the nun that you mentioned So, Lin-Lin I'm not going to call her Big Mom when she's fucking five years old in this flashback. Uh, so I'm probably going to call her lin Lynn. But she eventually runs out of food and she waits on this beach for a long time. Not really a beach, just kind of a rock shore. Uh, she's like, I wonder why my parents are not coming back. Before she wanders into the island and we see more of, we don't see a ton of Elbath, but before we see her interact with Elbath, we get a little bit of a recap <laughs> yeah. and a clean up. Uh, streamlined diversion of the giant stuff because, you know, they say, they say about a century ago, the giant pirates were a big deal until their captains started fighting over something and they more or less disbanded and became more of a legend because Dorian Bragi did their thing. We know well, Dorian Bragi's thing. There's lots of remaining crew that got caught and wrapped up into other stuff. And we see here some of these pirates, well, some of these giant pirates are going to get executed, but. Sexy nun showed up and had divine <laughs> intervention back when she was sister Carmel, not mother Carmel. Uh, very funny that we learned that her divine intervention is a devil fruit power um, that she <laughs> hides having. Yeah, Has this big moment and says they're not supposed to die here, blah, blah, blah. She ends up being an important connection between giant culture and human culture, which she does back at El Bath, which... This is very quickly recontextualized in the next episode. Yeah. 37 years after that, <laughs> which I thing, it's not like it's it's 63 years ago was when big mom is a baby. Yeah. 37 years before that is when sister Carmel starts doing her stuff. So now we go to uh, baby, baby, big mom, baby Lin Lin <laughs> meeting mother Carmel now that she has this orphanage What is a house of lambs or something. She calls it. Yeah, it's here at Elbath. It's a very diverse group. Anyone who has been abandoned is brought in. So this a fisherman kid here, there's some long arms people here. Uh, various, whatever. There's a, a doesn't matter.
0: A prince who they uh, just got rid of him in because of a coup. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, so this should happen to Sanji, you know, kind of speaks maybe to what. Big Mom's worldview looks like as she is a big mom.
0: Yeah, because c- they specifically, like, well, the specifically says something about like everyone having like fun in harmony.
1: Yeah, she the 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 other big part of this is that now that she's here at Elbath, uh she gets to see things that are actually sort of made for her size. I don't really dig into why Big Mom is so large. She just is. Yeah, she, she just is big. very big. Her parents are very normal sized. The the the
0: parents dropped her off. She did look like the mom that dropped her off.
1: Yeah, but her mom was like normal human size. Is I guess the <laughs> yeah. Difference. So not really sure what what happened there. But she get big. They leave her here. A complicated kid. She obviously doesn't know her strength. She's very large, and she always means well. And a result of that, is when she accidentally kills a bear by smacking it or. <laughs> Uh, kills a wolf by putting a bear and a wolf together in a cage so they will become friends. That's such a very little kid thing to do. <laughs> it is. It's yeah. just fucked up and dark because she has yeah. the strength to do that. Yeah. Yeah, she smacks the bear and kills it in one hit. And Carmel never really corrects or stops her. She cuts excuses for hers for literally everything she does. And, well, I guess it works <laughs> out for her. But anyways, in this episode, at least, we... uh we, we just sort of see a bunch of examples of that. She tries to fix the long-arm <laughs> kid's arms yeah. like you would. Hey, I don't hate him this much. Um, yeah. Tries to I, tear I, the webbing off of the fish man yeah, kid. This is,
0: this is so weird. <laughs> like, it's, like the, the thing, it's like, I'm going to put the things in the cage so they get along. That's a little kid thing. I don't know what fucked up little kids are like, I'm going to break your fucking arms so they're normal. <laughs> like,
1: Yeah. So that's, you know, a bunch of examples of the way that she thinks and acts at five. I think there's something wrong with this five-year-old. I don't think
0: she's, uh, she should be kept around. Or she 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 might need someone, maybe if she had, like, a good influence in her life. I hope that Mother Carmel's a good influence. And it's like, that's why she's sticking around and not, like, punishing her. Because she knows that she can, uh, Mm -hmm. change her.
1: Yeah, absolutely. This is not gonna, you know, what? I'm gonna take a big sip of my coffee and watch the next episode. um so let's let's see we get a bunch of obvious sort of LBAF i don't want to say fan service but like connections to other things we know about giants or LBAF here we see the two guys that were at inus lobby before they leave they were at inus lobby for 50 years and this is 63 years ago so that makes sense whatever their names are that they're here yeah
0: that was probably a good idea to remind us of that and the Dor- Dorian Bragi stuff, because that was almost 500 episodes ago that we saw the guys in any slobby. In a minute.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we also see Hyrudenz, who's like a kid right now, too. China. Yeah. Which, you know, ju- we only've known him since Dress Rosa, but he uh, cares a lot about, you know, the, the, the giant culture, and he wants to be a strong warrior like Dorian Bragi. And these other two elder guys who are here fucking Big Beard and Stuffy Ass. I don't remember their names, but. One of them dies, uh, J- Joril I think is his name. But anyways, yeah, we get a lot of these little things and then someone mentions, well, it's about time for our winter fasting, which Big Mom doesn't know what that is. Lin-Lin doesn't know what that is. And when she's told, she's like, oh no, this sucks. But before there's fasting, there's a special sweet treat, uh, which they call Simla, which is, is a real thing. It's a traditional Swedish sweet that is uh, comes before is eaten before Lent. Often, I saw you you posted googling that you were trying to find where to buy some at the exact same time I was googling information about it. Very funny.:
0: well, i I just wanted to see if it was something that if I could get it so I could find out if it is so good, I would burn down a giant village because I wanted
1: some.: Yeah, well, it was more burn so that you would, capital. If it was the last thing you ate and then you didn't eat for seven days, I think is more so. The situation, which that's that's the thing, is it's kind of interesting how this it use like actually uses the real sweet associated with Fat Tuesday, and then has it be fully fasting, which I don't think is what lint is. That's not my understanding of lint, but I could be maybe it is. I I, th- different I feel like in a places. more
0: like Orthodox thing. I think this might be an older thing, but I know now it's just like and hey, give up something that you normally like, like usually for a yeah, lot of people that's, think that's, it's eating red meat. Or yeah. Like I know people who do like soda.
1: Oh, maybe it is fasting. Or at least uh, his- historically, there is um par- partial fasting I'm reading about. There are rest days built into it. I don't know. I don't have the the time to do a ton of research right now. It is interesting that we are covering this chunk right now during Lent uh, this year. But oh, hey! We definitely did that on purpose, everyone. Absolutely. I don't know enough about it. But yeah, this thing is my understanding of it not being in the religion at all and just being of of my generation in a couple different states now in the u.s it's like it's just that i've seen people give up stuff for like a month various things not even always food (laughs) some people just give up things but i mean yeah that's a, a weird cultural game of telephone i suppose um anyways i mean we've seen a whole arc of big mom we know this isn't gonna end well no. Uh she really likes the suite. She likes the simla. Also someone mentions that uh they're celebrating Prince Loki being born. So that's another sort huh. of timeline they also, Thumbtack They
0: also a uh, uh, Goldberg and I don't know if I've seen Goldberg yet, but I immediately just imagined the wrestler Goldberg.
1: And... I don't know, is that a Let me see if that's a name that matters. I don't know. I guess I don't know. I guess I've seen this face before. I don't know. Goldberg wrestler.
0: <laughs> He's a—he's not a good wrestler, but <laughs> no, but
1: he—he's a very is, is famous in, one. Is he in the—is—is is, is he in the longest yard? The Adam Sandler film. Yeah, because he is that—that that is coming up uh, next two the Goldbergs.
0: Oh yeah, he was on an episode of Goldbergs. Uh,
1: he's is he the, friends with CGI Jeff Garland? Uh, that I don't know. He he did
0: play football before he played before he was a wrestler. But uh, see what it should come up with is his uh, hit role as evil Santa Claus in Santa's Sleigh. S L A Y, and it's uh, funny because he's a Jewish man playing Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah, that is pretty good. <laughs> and they, Santa's they Sleigh is on HBO jokes. Max. <laughs> Max,
1: i just searched it i searched goldberg wrestler santa and it is telling me i can watch now (laughs) it's also rentable on prime video that's where
0: i watched it it's not a good movie it's it's like honestly the the stick runs old pretty quick but (laughs) yeah
1: poster's pretty bad the weirdly smoothed out face they they got on that's a a newer one i think Mm mm-hmm it's just funny because I'm also seeing the exact same face from the screenshot, and it's just entirely different. <laughs> Anyways, uh, she does not like fasting. You might have guessed. Hmm. Also, she eats way too much of the Simla. There is not enough for anyone else because she likes it too much. <laughs> she would get along with Luffy. Yeah. I, I, that's the thing. is They should be friends. <laughs> what if Big Mom joined the crew? And that'll happen. Yeah, they're going to hit her so hard she's going to forget she was ever Big Mom, and Luffy's going to be like, You're funny. Let's hang out. Yeah. They're going to team up. They're going to take down Kaido. Day six of the fasting is when she starts to get grumbly and and have the cravings. And then day seven is when we see her actually have hunger pangs the way that we know it. And it translates to her destroying the village. I don't know how she sets it on fire. Because she doesn't have a son yet. (laughs) But it's on fire. And she is just destroying things. One of the big strong warriors goes to stop her. And let's just swing right into this next episode 837, which starts with her beating him. <laughs> just flips him over. Yeah. Uh so easy peasy. She's too strong. And everyone's like, well we gotta just, like stop her, kill her, whatever. I don't care if she's a kid. And Carmel Carmel problem solves a lot of the same way we've seen her crew problem solve her in the in the present, which is bring her the food then. Yeah. So they go get some more, some out of, I don't know, uh, uh, storage or whatever. And she goes towards the fire and then she says birthday in German. (laughs) She uses, spoiler, the power that Big Mom has, the soul fruit. Yeah, I figured that's what happened. I mean, the sun looks the same, so it's clear. But she turns this fire into a, I guess, a homie. I, I don't know if she ever called him that, but. She turns it into a living thing and gives it a name, Pandora. I don't, uh, seems to be a different son than Prometheus, but she turns it uh, into a, a, a son, a little friend. And it goes away and everyone's like, oh, Carmel saved us. And she's like, no, no, I didn't. The sun god intervened and he stopped it. Like she doesn't, she doesn't take credit for this stuff, which is very interesting in her whole deal that she ends up having. Then the the old guy that got injured is like, don't let her get away with it. Don't treat her like a kid, but lol, she will. Um, He also dies. All the other giants are like, there's got to be some sort of (laughs) recompense for this. Like, come on. And Carmel, still not wanting to punish this kid for reasons that will become a little clear. She takes the punishment herself by leaving Elbaf. She takes her orphanage and takes it to unnamed Second Island. Notably, Hyrudin's pissed. He seems to have a grudge with Big Mom. I'm sure that won't pay off at, by, in the end game of One Piece.
0: <laughs> Surely. Well, of course
1: not, because they're going to kill Big Mom right here. Yeah, Big Mom's going to die in the next episode, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, <laughs>
0: they're going to they're gonna inject her with all the Caesar poison.
1: Yeah. So when she comes back to, she, you she's know, like, oh no, Jor-El died. What happened? She doesn't remember anything she did when she was having the hunger pains. A new house of lambs dropped on the new island after they moved. <laughs> Now we see Carmel sort of sneak away to go do some errands. Oh, oh no, that errands is going to CP0 and talking about the child trafficking she's doing. <laughs> and that she Whoopsie! has been doing for a long time. <laughs> yes, and she was a sexy nun. And the fucking 30 years ago. Like, she, she used her fucked up soul power to fake divine intervention, and then... She saved those giants both to, like, to get her way into Elbath so she could traffic these stronger people. And in her actions in saving these giants got John Giant, which is such a fucking boring name, to be one of the first Marine soldiers that was a giant. And we saw him at Marineford. Like, that's, like, an interesting sort of, like, also (laughs) tie there. Everything's a little bit connected now at this stage of One Piece. It's fun now, she smokes cigarettes and she has this little sun light them for her, which is fun in a vacuum. Were she not evil? Uh, yeah, so, yeah, she explains all of this. She's like, oh, look, uh, yeah, I got a great batch of kids right now. You're really going to love this one, Lin-Lin, who can just really punch a truck through eight walls if you add one or two. <laughs> that seems to be her plan. She wants to retire after this. This is her one last job. Is trafficking Linlin Charlotte Lindlin into through CP Zero to whatever nefarious deed they have for I guess soldier soldier raising kind of unclear I guess there's multiple ways it could go.
0: She's basically like, yeah she'll be like vice admiral in no time like if you just like take her yeah,
1: <laughs> like, yeah if only that worked out
0: would the world be uh, worse if she, if she did that instead of becoming a pirate
1: I don't I don't know, know if Luffy
0: would have been able to make it out of. Marineford. Well,
1: it's it's hard to say if 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 at a young age she was forced through the Marines, if she would have the same personality. That's the like she kind of spends her whole life with people not really make like I don't know if you ever get a situation where someone tells Big Mom no, and she says, "All right, you've stopped me." But certainly, like nature versus nurture argument, she's never nurtured. She's pure (laughs) nature the whole time. Uh, but anyways, we, we go back to, uh, she goes back to the kids. They all want to sing Binks's Brew for whatever reason, and then we cut a couple days ahead. I don't know, but it's Lin-Lin's birthday. I don't know how they know that, but I'm sure Lin-Lin remembers. They make her a croquembouche with the Simla. I guess croquembouche is just stack of pastries, because they do it with Simla specifically. And they're like, let's have a tea party. and She's like, hell yeah, this is the best day of my life. And she's eating all these things and having the tea and she cries happy tears. And, oh, she's crying so much she can't see and she just keeps eating. And, oh, once she's done and opens her eyes, all of her friends are gone. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, whoops. (laughs) This is such an interesting presentation of information. Like, obviously, the demographic, you cannot show what actually happened. Yeah. And, and I don't think they show it again in any more sort of graphic way, but I, I could be misremembering. But even even if they do, doing it this way first, locking it in with her perspective, <laughs> makes it sad <laughs> enough that you get where she's coming from, but also it gets this fun little layer where you have a couple extra seconds before it dawns on you <laughs> that she ate all of her friends and her mom. I, I was
0: like, ha, ha, they're gone because she ate them. It's like, oh, yeah. I ate part of the table. Uh, oh, oh, no. And oh, then no. It, and then it's like, oh, can you get someone's double fruit power if you eat them? Well,
1: I guess you're going <laughs> to fucking find out. Yeah! <laughs> Uh, So there's that That's where we stopped for now We go back to the present And even now Big Mom thinks Where did she go? Why did she leave me all those years ago? She just I I mean you see it now Still like We haven't really seen Her say Where's Moscato, my son? She just, she doesn't remember. She hasn't thought about him since then, but yeah, she has taken the soul of, of her son since then.
0: And everyone, are, and we've seen how everyone around her, there, there's a very clear thing. I, I sure hope Oda's relationship with his family is a, uh, is nice. And he's not like. I think
1: that there's too many <laughs> fucked up families for him to relate to all of them.
0: Just because, like, uh, the the family has a very thing like where, like, it, it sometimes like whether someone listening, maybe this is your family or like you you have a relative similar to like this, where everyone like goes out of their way to like hide shit, and not say things because you don't want like a mom or dad to like get mad or like blow up because of it. So there's like so much, that's clearly what's going on in this family. And also she, she still acts like a five-year-old, like, (laughs) Yep. <laughs> the the way she was literally when she, when she woke up and saw that uh Brooke was dead, <laughs> she's like, oh no, my cool action figure's gone. Oh yay cake! And then forgot because that's how a fucking five year old acts.
1: Yeah. So I mean, we're we're not actually done with seeing all of Big Mom's backstory. I just think this is such a such a interesting sort of <laughs> place to 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 cut it in half and end with this sort of cliffhanger here where. You know just enough to have some concerns about the rest of it. Yeah, but yeah. We'll get. A, I think. I think we get the rest of her backstory before we see the rocket launchers shoot, which is also just a, kind of a very funny framing for it, where you learn about the context of the picture before you see them shoot the rocket launchers. But I am curious what you think the rest of her backstory is, or how the rest of the tea party is going to go. And as always, I ask you for your predictions. After we do our plug, so everyone should stick around because you've never been wrong before. It's kind of weird oh, that's that crazy. you've gotten it right every single time, but uh, we 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 do. Uh, Jory, though, before we get to that, where can people find you on the internet? Um, it's because
0: I ate the brain brain fruit, so I just have a massive brain. Yeah, it's a paramecia fruit that I it lets me grow the size of my brain.
1: Yeah, it's 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 the I worked out at the library fruit.
0: <laughs> you can find me on uh Twitter at no i'm jory where i got tweets that's where that's most of what i do there's tweet only the good tweets on my timeline if it's on my timeline it's a good tweet if it's not on my timeline i can't guarantee that kind of quality control on other timelines yeah so if you want to make sure you're only getting the good stuff follow follow me on twitter uh where you will see things that i have posted I, I might have things to post in the upcoming months who knows
1: what about you? Well, you can find me on Twitter at Ghost of Joe, Ghost of J O. So, uh, what else? So let's talk about this show. You can follow this show on Twitter at We Are Watching OP. And got also our Patreon handle. If you want to go to patreon.com slash We Are Watching OP, get these episodes early, get our monthly bonus episodes that we do. We've done a lot of foxy stuff lately. And yeah, so thank you, everybody, for supporting us on Patreon. We'll be saying the names of all of our patrons. By we, I mean me. I will be doing it right now. Now, thank you to our patrons for the month of April. There's like a fucking bird outside my window. I don't know if my mic's picking that shit up. Uh, thank you to Adam. Another Adam. Andrew. Anton, Ashok, Ben, Brittany, Captain, Mokey, Chad, Clueless, Wanderer, Connor, Damien, Deus, Sequis, Eric V, Gage, Heidi, Jay, Harkins, Fooney, Jalen, James, Jamie, Ziz, Joe, Cat, D, Cat, F, Ken, Kyle, Lucas, Luke, Mattery, Mallory, Mark, with a C, Marcus, Martin, Matthew, Maurice, Mick Foley, 299, Minty, Morgan, my buddy, Nick, Paulina, Peter, Phoenix, Ryu, Rashawn, Rim, Riley, Rodsters, Ryan, Savannah, Snowy Scales, Solomon, Stephen K, Stephen P, Tony, Trey, Veda Key, and Verdigree. Thank you all so much for sticking with us. I did all that live. Thank you, everybody. I said that in the same recording. You can tell because the mic sounds exactly the same. The rune tone is the same. My energy level is the same. It's so consistent. That's it. I don't think I have anything else to plug, which means Jory, uh, with your with your big big brain fruit. What happens next
0: on One Piece? What what we're gonna see is like a a great man once said when talking about a bad movies he made. He went It's like poetry. It rhymes. Yeah. George Lucas talking about a uh, Phantom Menace. Kermit the Frog. <laughs> they're, they're they're pretty much the same person. So what we're gonna see just constant repetition in big mom's life to where she lost all of her friends and everyone that matters to her and then she's gonna like find a new family and then she's gonna eat everything around her and it's just gonna keep going and going and going until that's what we're just gonna keep seeing that cycle until now where we have seen her devour the souls of her family members even where it's just she's doomed to repeat until um
1: until she gets shot by three rocket launchers.
0: She gets <laughs> shot by three rocket launchers. Or Luffy does a big punch. We'll see which one's more more powerful.
1: It's hard to say. She's got tough skin. Maybe a punch won't uh, won't, won't be enough.
0: Uh, there in, in the manga, Congo uh, Bancho, which is really good. That needs an anime adaptation. There's a guy who he punches and then explosions get made because he has, like, gunpowder in his hands. So he, like, punches and it's, like, huge. Sick. And he, like, throws rockets at the main character. The main character's like, I survived your rockets because my fists are stronger than missiles. More it needs to be like that. I'm not going to
1: watch it, but I mean, like, it's not.
0: <laughs> Neither. <laughs>
1: but I, I do agree with you that more, more anime should do these things that I actively wouldn't like and wouldn't watch <laughs> myself. Because, I mean, art's dead anyway, so. Yeah. <laughs> TV's fucking at an all-time low. Uh, and on that fantastically wonderful note, uh, we're done. We're done here. Goodbye. That's how we end the podcast, right? We always just say bye. <laughs> yep. We, uh, we do a very antagonistic bye. Yeah. Wait, I
0: think that's a different podcast. Yeah,
1: just kidding. To be. <laughs> to
0: be. Continued. Continued. Ha, <laughs>